knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name my is... Does my hair look okay? It's fantastic. My name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. Braxton, <laughs> you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. You all know the name Aaron Snyder with Kafaru. I've gotten to know Aaron just over the last week. He did a big hunting rounder podcast in response to the Matt Ranella podcast. And so we reached out to him. I wanted to understand a little bit more of his thought process and I wanted to have a very thought-provoking, poking-type conversation with Aaron to see what he agreed with and what he didn't agree with. So Cody and I got him on and as you can expect, it was quite a fiery, hard-hitting conversation, just like we like it. All right, Aaron, here's the question. And we tend to just dive straight in in this podcast. We don't tend to beat around the bush. In your experience, social media, as it relates to hunting, has done more good than bad. Is that a true statement or a false statement? Uh, I would say that it would be difficult to to answer because it's pretty difficult to quantify. Um, I would say it does, you know, more good in many, many ways. If you look at some of the ancillary benefits of people that 
are able to connect, um, you know, and, and I'm not trying to, you know, hurt my, my crotch sitting on a fence here, but, um, there's definitely bad things about social media, but I think the good outweigh the bad, but I think we can also do a lot better to screen the bad. Uh, we could probably do a better job of that. Let me ask this, Aaron, why do you think, and I, I agree, and I think Cody would agree that their social media has its pluses and it's has its advantages. Sorry, has its has its disadvantages, but and and they may have equal weight when it comes to thinking about this thing that we love so much, which is hunting. Um, because if we decided to get rid of social media, if we decided to disappear from social media as hunters, it's essentially we'd be retreating into the closet that we've essentially retreated into over the last ten years. I agree, and I mean, believe me, this question has been posed to me. Well, until recently, I thought I was one of the good guys, and maybe I'm not, um, just because I don't have sponsors and things like that. And I, you know, hunted before social media. I'm old, right? I'm 45. Uh, didn't have cell phones and everything. Is if you took away social media from everyone, I would say it's a valid point. That might be a good thing. But if you take away, right, I agree. Uh, you know, just from hunting, that's where there's kind of a strange dichotomy. Not to throw out big words that I don't understand, but when you it, it is a it would be a tough road to hoe from here forth if they killed social media for just hunters because all of our adversaries would still have a very large voice and a very large platform. So you got to take the good with the bad. And, and I think you have to um, police your own or do do a good job of that. Um, and I think we can do a better job of that. But you, you have to think, uh, I mean, I, how old are you guys? Forty two. 46. Thanks so for saying 45 years old. <laughs> so you, what, we're all about the same age. So rewind to uh, 1995. Mm -hmm. Would I be talking to you too? Shit, I was just getting email in 1995. Okay. So would we be talking to a broad uh, spectrum of people that would listen to our voice in 1995? Absolutely not. Would I be able to type up an article on physical fitness and blast it out to 2.7 million people, which is uh, impressions is about what my social media averages a week, or do a motivational speech or talk about how to not lose wild game, talk about how to break down an animal, talk about how to make sure you never lose a piece of meat, uh, you know, talk about uh, mental health to hundreds of thousands of millions of people in 1995. You know, the answer is no, I, I couldn't. Now, on the jackass side of things, would some freaking chucklehead make a horrible shot? And I don't know. I just saw a guy post a video about I'm flying after he blasts a doe. Yeah, that's not good, right? I know he's going to argue that. But you got to take the good with the bad. And so I, I don't uh, – you guys probably listened to the podcast I did. Obviously, we promoted you guys on there and to go listen to yours. And – um. The, the thing is, and would you guys mind if I read some of the comments that, that I received after the podcast? No, and I think that's the important uh, No, no, go ahead. Well, Because there's so, some things I want to build on that. So go ahead. So, now, keep in mind, I, I saved uh, about 40, but we got several hundred. So, you know, keep, keep in mind that. I mean, these are highlighted ones. Hey, Aaron, I consider you a very close friend, even though we've never met. We, we've never met because I've met you on social media. You've changed my life for the good. 
I was at one point in time contemplating committing suicide, but listening to the trials, tribulations, and struggles that you have gone through in life and your perspective on that to still keep your head up has made me push forward. I've lost 86 pounds to date, and every day I look at it as a new day because the sun rises, as you say, and it's only you that can push forward and make yourself better. I love you, man. No homo. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, F that guy. Uh, obviously, he's talking about the guy you guys had on the podcast. Hey, Aaron, just wanted to throw my two cents in. I know you get a lot of hatred, but I've heard you speak highly of Steve Ranella, as well as many other people that you don't always agree with. I was at a rough place in my life seven years ago when I first heard of you. Might have been six, but whatever. I've lost 37 pounds and look at life completely different because of people like you, Joe Rogan and Cameron Haynes, amongst others. You look at life as it's a gift and you never take it for granted. Even though you've made many, many, many mistakes, you try to better yourself from those mistakes. And as you say, assess what you did wrong and try to make yourself a better person. Without social media, I wouldn't have you to look up to and wouldn't be the person I am today. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. If you save one life, it is worth it. Hey, Reaper, that's what people used to call me. Hey, Reaper, uh, currently an active duty military soldier and appreciate your service. I know that you get a lot of hatred about certain things you do on social media, but it's just jealousy. I can tell you, you have gotten me through many alones of nights in my FOB, that's a forward operating base, and have motivated all the people around me. Some of us were hunters and some were not. We all get through the day by listening to your crazy stories with you and Luke or Frank and all of your guests. You've made a huge difference with me and my team, and I hope that you never stop doing that. I know you've mentioned about getting off social media because it's just not for you, but you are making a difference, especially across the big ocean. I can keep going, but you guys get the point. Um, so is the bad outweigh the good? I can tell you right now, if I, if I save one soldier's life, that is, or one person, one individual, if I make, save a marriage, if I say, hey, I've been divorced four times and this is what not to do, then I'll take the good with the bad because I'm changing lives. And I think mm -hmm. that's one thing that guy that you guys had on the podcast has forgotten. Mm -hmm. Aaron, you know, Blood Origins tends to dig a little deeper. Um, what does it make you feel when you get, you know, messages like that? It makes me feel that I need to keep going. It makes me very passionate. And and make no mistake, I'm a polarizing individual that has made many mistakes in my life. But if the mistakes in my life, um, I can reflect on those uh, along with others and let people know I'm not perfect uh, in any by any stretch. Um, I've made lots of mistakes, but I push through them and, you know, whatever. Right. Um, and that changes their life. It, it makes me want to. Well, I mean, I hate social media. Right. I mean, as I listen to what he was saying, I agree with what some of that guy was saying. But there's a lot of things I hate. I hate working out in reality, but I like being fit. So I have to keep mm -hmm. doing it because I don't want to be a fat fuck. Right. That's pretty common mm -hmm. sense. Um, I like eating cookies. <laughs> I don't like eating broccoli. Well, it's it's good for me. So I eat broccoli and less cookies. So I like changing people's lives and helping people and try to put hunting in a positive light. And right. if that has some overcrowding, what the fuck are we doing here? We're talking about hunting, not people's livelihood. Mm -hmm. If there's some overcrowding in the woods, but I've saved people's lives. And so there's overcrowding. 
who are we as people or as, 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 what is humanity coming to? My trailhead is full of people. I, I don't give a shit if I have made someone's life better or saved their life or made them lose weight. And I get very passionate about this because I see what we do. Now, there's a ton of people hate me as well. Of course, I mean, it's always going to happen. But I, I look at a guy like Cameron Haynes. I didn't used to like him because it was jealousy. But I can tell mm-hmm. you for a fact that I get hundreds of hundreds of emails where his name is attached to mine, that we have altered their life for the better, that we have made them more mm-hmm. fit. We have ha- helped their mental stability, whatever. And so if I got to deal with a little bit of crowded trailhead, I don't give a shit because I'm, 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 I'm helping people. He's helping people along with many others. So again, who are we? I mean, where's humanity going if we're worried about a trailhead being overcrowded above and beyond, uh, you, you know, mm-hmm. that's more important than changing a life for the good. And mm-hmm. I would say it's going downhill if people are more worried about overcrowding or larger numbers in hunting uh, than they are about humanity. I think that's a mm-hmm. very skewed way to look at things and flawed. And yeah, mm-hmm. I will fight to the death to to defend what me and others are doing. Uh, I mean, that's a little dramatic, but I will certainly fist fight um, someone that has that big of an issue over it because. I don't want, you know, good people to die. I certainly don't want soldiers to die or, or whoever. So again, and I look at it from a completely different lens because the emails he probably got that were positive was, yeah, screw those guys. Yeah. All, all negative. Yeah. I hate that people are overcrowded. He, he probably didn't get a lot of emails as, yeah, man, I was about to commit suicide and you changed my life. And I appreciate it. I doubt he's getting many of those. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I've, I've always had this philosophy. And uh, amazingly enough, I, I was a marketing person before I sold a business. And I, I did a lot of speaking to clients about social media. And, you know, even even eight, 10 years ago, there was people that said, I hate Facebook or, you know, and Instagram wasn't big at the time. And I, I always push back a little bit that it, I'm not talking about Facebook, the company. I'm talking about the app. It, we we could maybe be justified in hating Facebook, the company, but the the app, and now Instagram has gained more popularity. My dog is upset. Sorry. There's a. Go ahead, Robbie. Let me tame this dog. <laughs> Aaron, I, you know, I'm, we are clearly on the same page as you. We we use social media for what is a essentially a message that conveys the truth about hunting and hunters around the world. And there's only one way, as you mentioned in the beginning, in 1995, there was no way for us to reach people about New Zealand tar, for instance. Today, this beautiful thing that is social media that has both, it's a double-edged sword, right? It has that negative and it has that positive. That positive to us and to you far outweighs the negative. The only thing I will say to this is this, to that is this. The negative, unfortunately, you know, the, the, the doe flying because a shot was placed appropriately, but a video that should never have been shared on social media, but rather gets shared to friends, or the, the beer chugging that goes down the deer carcass that should be shared with friends and not with social media. Unfortunately, those things gain so much more traction than, than the good. And so you almost, you take 50 steps forward in the good and you have one stupid post get pushed out there and all of a sudden it gets re- reeled back. I'm not 
disagreeing with you. So keep in mind, my words right now are not disagreeing with you. Uh, I agree. And you but, can disagree with me. That's the beauty of this podcast. And I just, I'm not going to respite I, you, Aaron. <laughs> well, I, I can't uh, I can't disagree with you because I don't know. I mean, I, I would agree with you. Like, I would need to see... I've got a buddy, uh, Cody Greenwood. He does statistical analysis, uh, uh, shit that I don't even understand, right? He, he's he's running numbers. What data shows the bad outweighed the good, the good outweighed the bad? We, we don't know, but I, I can say w- without a doubt, I think you guys would agree that if we police our own better and we find a way to, or, or, or and again, this is taking like, uh, you know, what do you want to call it? Like your, um, you know, the big penis syndrome out of it. I'm not talking that, you know, a guy posts a big bull and it was on private land and everybody, that shit doesn't matter to me. You know what? I hunt how you want. I don't care. Oh, that guy's yeah, not a real hunter. If it's legal and it's responsible, we're good with it. Yeah, exactly. So like you know, Joe Rogan only pays for us. I don't give a shit. He's got the money. I don't care. But posting a video with, you know, 20 inch of intestine hanging out of a deer running around. Yeah, that's bad. So how do we police that? I think we're, we're missing the big picture here. We're, we're in fighting back and forth and pissing and moaning about certain things when the answer is right in front of us. We need to do a better job at policing our own, including me and you. If I do something stupid, believe me, I hang around with guys that definitely police me. If I do something, they are the first ones to tell me. And so mm-hmm. when somebody posts something, and I don't, again, I don't, I'm not, when people listen to this, I'm not talking that Cameron hunted uh, whatever, and this guy hunted uh, wilderness, whatever. Not that. Something that that puts hunting in an unfavorable in a bad light. Right. I think we should police our own professionally, but hop on private message, whatever it takes. Say, hey, um, you know, man, that is not doing a good thing for hunting. Delete that. And if the guy doesn't, let everyone know, like, hey, this guy's shooting holes in the bottom of the boat, and. I'm a knuckle dragon redneck that was not raised with the right hunting ethics, right? I mean, you know, poaching, whatever, mm-hmm. when I was younger, you don't know any better. You do what you're around. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten smarter, right? And I know what one of the reasons I love photography so much. And, I, and if I had to quit hunting tomorrow and just take pictures, I'd be totally cool with it. As I can tell, I can capture time on any adventure we go on and show in a positive light the entire journey. From the struggle and sweating your balls off on the hike in, the blown stocks, the weather coming in, the what the effort we put into it. Because I think mm-hmm. when well, I know when a lot of people see that, they look at hunters in a different light than the redneck trophy hunter that we are sometimes portrayed as. And I'm about the world's worst trophy hunter. So I don't I generally don't get put in that category. But you know, when I when I'm around photographers, which I'm around them a lot, anti-hunting photographers, I can put hunting in a positive light because they're like, oh, this guy's he's educated, he's smart. Yeah, oh, oh you you eat turkey? Yeah, wh- why? What what's the matter? Well, does it does a turkey not have a soul? Well, what do you mean? Well, you, you eat turkey and I eat elk. I mean, you know, they they both live outdoors in the wild, farms back and forth, whatever, cattle. Uh, well, I mean, turkeys really don't count. Oh, why don't they count, right? We can have a, a good discussion over this, and I can be like, well, come on, dude. The turkey was breathing at one time. It didn't die of old age, right? You're, you're, the cow you bought, you know, you killed it with your checkbook. You know, I, I killed it with an arrow. Like, there's, well, it's uh, much more humane. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. You might want to check out some cattle yards or some, you know, chicken farms and maybe dissect that. You know, you might might have a little more respect for what I do. And I'm able to do that because of photography. And then I can be like, hey, man, 
Here's my phone, right? Here's my social media page. Scroll through. There's definitely dead animals. But there's mm-hmm. also great landscape photos. There's also breaking down the animal or cooking or, you know, whatever, the YouTube page we have. All of that, I think, depicts hunting in a positive light. But we do need to police our own. So there's, in Cody, I'd love to hear your thoughts because I don't think I've ever asked you this question. There is a, uh, a philosophy that is that we're such a minority that by pointing a finger internal to ourselves, that we make our, our ranks dwindle even smaller. And this idea of we all have to stick together, right? We have, we have cr- complete infighting issues. It's a cancer within hunting. Yet now we're saying we're going to point fingers at the people that are a part of our community that may shrink us even smaller. Yeah, I I think this ties to the point that I was trying to make before my dog decided he was going to eat the UPS, man. I apologize for that. Um, I don't, I want to go back real quick. It's not about Instagram. It's not about Facebook. Those things are just a bullhorn, right? They just make a person's voice louder. And they make good people's voices louder. They make good people in the hunting community's voices louder. They also make bad people's voices louder and they make bad people or people with, with messages that are detrimental louder, right? It's, it's a people problem, not a technology problem. Yes. The, the technology amplifies that. Um, but the, the, the blanket statements are really what, you know, a a, a way too broad kind of naive blanket statement is in my opinion, plus some stuff that was specifically lodged um, at Aaron that I think was completely off base um, are the problem here. Those blanket statements are the problem that I don't see any problem. I disagree with, with the philosophy you just laid out, Robbie. I'm not saying it was your philosophy, but I disagree with it. I think that people that do, things that are actually detrimental to hunting um hopefully in the most professional manner possible need to be called out um and and probably as aaron aaron alluded to this a few minutes ago i was on mute battling a dog but that privately is is probably the best way to try to do that um secondly is open conversations like this which Mm -hmm. i know i know that that Aaron and, and, uh, you know, Dan Statton and, and a few other people got drugged through the mud on this, which is bullshit. I don't think, I don't think any of those people that I just mentioned really deserved it, but in the long run, I do think this conversation getting the attention it's having, um, will mold itself into a good thing, right? I, 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 I don't regret that we did it at all. I, I think it's a good thing that we did that podcast that we did, um, we try to be very civil. I, um, maybe I have regrets that I could have pushed back a little bit harder on those blanket statements. I would agree I with you could have pushed back more. And I listened to yeah, that yeah, but, twice. <laughs> but then I'll push back on that because the idea is with our podcast, just like we're having here, is an opportunity for someone to voice an opinion. For oh, someone I'm to, not. You know, to, to offer a perspective. There's a big difference between um, having their opinion and pushback uh, to shed new light on that person's opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying I think the way you look at that or what you just stated, Robbie, is completely off. 
if you say something stupid and I say, Robbie, come on, think about it, man. There's oh, no, for there. sure. For sure. Yeah. So, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that you guys did a horrible job. Honestly, it almost seemed like that uh, you guys were so blown away, you didn't know what to say. Honestly, that's the way I took it. Some of the things he said where you guys were like almost stunned of like, well, that was a, that's difficult to respond to. Okay. Or example, <laughs> Joe Rogan, the worst thing ever for hunting. I would say he's one of the best thing ever for hunting. 1,000%. And we pushed back on that one. Because yeah, that was one of those stupid that. statements, I mean, right? <laughs> what, what else do you say, right? I mean, you you guys couldn't have said a whole lot more. Like, Because I remember you going, uh, you know, I don't want to, whatever, you know, Matt, Matt, now hold on. And and then he exactly. comes into the, uh, you know, he hunts on a ranch. He's not a real hunter. He's, he's a one. Uh, okay, well, who made Matt Jesus, right? Okay, well, that's his opinion. We can't say Matt made the rules and we all have to abide by them. And and I agree with you on that. But and and honestly, like guys, I don't know that I would have done anything different other than get maybe madder than you guys did on the on the podcast. I, I do have a bit of a temper. Um, I, I think though, like I I, I had a bunch of because I am oblivious to a lot of this because I just don't you know care what people say about me unless it's something I need to look at. You know what I mean? Like I need to check myself. I can't mm-hmm. remember if I was 13th or 17th of the worst hunters on social media, but I was I top 25, right? I made the list. So I'm looking at this. Okay. Do I need to check myself? You know, right. I, I like to self-assess and mm-hmm. I, which is good. Right. I mean, the, the, I would, yeah, I would, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I hunted before social media when it's gone, I'm going to keep hunting. I don't have sponsors. Kafaru cast has zero sponsors. Then I look, they put me sponsored by Kafaru. Well, I'm the owner. That's odd, right? Okay. Well, that, that, okay. Maybe they're not as um, in depth to Aaron Snyder as they could have been, right? They're just throwing out blanket statements. They don't know how much free work that I do, how many Q and A's, how many different articles that I do for free, how many seminars that I do for free. How many, they don't know that. But because mm-hmm. I have a platform, I got put in a blanket statement. Now, mm-hmm. do they know I don't have sponsors? Well, you guys might because I talk about everything. Hell, I might have six bows in my hand in six months. I might have 14 different pairs of boots on because I'm trying to help people save money, right? Mm-hmm. I may have, you know, you know, eight different, just like you guys do, perspectives on the podcast. My issue really wasn't with that at all. It wasn't that they didn't take a deeper look of how much these people are helping. Have a statement of, you know, does is Aaron Snyder good for hunting? I think that's more than fair. And assess it, dissect it. That's good because that make me make me pull my own head out of my or my my own head out of my ass, right? I I, I may need a plexiotomy, a, a glass belly button because my head is up my ass, right? But. You should do your research, and sometimes I fall short of that as well, of, okay, tell me why Rogan is bad for hunting, other than maybe you have a tiny penis and uh, you're jealous, right? How can he be bad for hunting? He has the largest, he's larger than CNN, and he's a hunter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that's where I got a little bit frustrated, was like, man, you got to dig deeper than that. If you're going to call people to the carpet, I, and I'm guilty of this myself, that you know, may, maybe you should have done a little more research. Would you guys say that uh, I'm doing it for the money? Because I certainly wouldn't be shooting a recurve if I was doing it for the money. But would you guys say I'm doing this for the money? No, not at all. I, I wouldn't. And I follow you in, in, in 
Well, that's good because I don't make any money yeah. from it, so I can't be doing it for the money. Well, I, you know, I, I, I found you through the gear. Um, I get chastised on a regular basis for the number of times that Kafaru is on the credit card statement, and and that, that's how I came to you. Um, no, I, I think you have a good message. I've never seen anything that I thought you did um, that was detrimental. Uh, I would say the same thing about about Dan. Um, I could I, I could also make another list you know, of people that I do. Um, I don't think there's any point in calling them out publicly. I think that was a mistake in the first place. Um, and I, the, the one thing that I know, like I have actual guilt and about not pushing back was I think his statement about hunt people that hunt with a guide, um, mm -hmm. that and the late putting everyone on social media in a bucket. Right. I mean, he put me in that bucket. I'm a hunter that's on social media. Right. Um, and those two things were, were, were pretty bunk. Um, you know, they were, they, they weren't pretty, they were complete bullshit. And, but I still like, I, I kind of want your opinion on this, Aaron, because I, I know for a fact that you're a guy that'll hold back, that, that won't hold back. Did I just say you will hold back? I know. A guy that won't hold back. I still, I, I th th no shit. I want you to like crush my ego on this if I'm wrong. I think the I I think if we'd have had a guy that thought the same thing as Matt come on and him haw around about it and try to be really politically correct about it and not not be as kind of over the top belligerent as he was that the conversation wouldn't have that that the conversation wouldn't be happening and I I don't I don't want that to sound like, you know, first of all, I'm, I'm not patting anyone on the back. I'm, I'm just saying, I think this is a conversation that needs to happen. Um, and maybe the, 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 the non pre-planned clickbait of what happened um, could have some good out the back end of it. Oh, no, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. I, I mean, what better way to guy to make an ass out of himself to generate conversation? And and I didn't. I'm not saying Matt did. I'm just saying in general that was maybe I shouldn't have said it that way. Although he kind of did. Um, and, and when I was he drinking on that podcast, by the way, I kind of got that feeling. He had a very small glass of red wine. Oh, that doesn't count. Um, so uh, I um, because you know when I have done podcasts and been three sheets to the wind, they they generally are things I probably regret saying. Uh, at least one or two, right? But I, I think it's great you guys had them on. I think it's great that we've generated conversation. I think the podcast that we did was great food for thought, you know, throwing four different mm -hmm. perspectives in. Um, mm -hmm. I think, though, what what I don't think, I know on my end, I don't want to discuss it really anymore after the next couple days because it's out there, right? I've had multiple conversations with the top, not all the people on the top 25 list, but a lot of them. And out of the most of the people they've listed, I look at them as good for hunting. Now, there is a list of people that I think we definitely need to police a lot more. Um, but but uh, uh, again, you, I don't think you could say that that conversation was bad because it's not other than pissing people off and generating conversation. It wasn't bad for hunting. There's no way anything no, absolutely bad for hunting because he doesn't have a name. Now, the, the name he does have is because of his brother. And, you know, this has generated conversation. I actually talked to Steve 
uh, because it, it struck up other, you know, things, good, bad, or whatever, you know, with Steve, which which I'm glad Steve and I were able to talk. He was pretty heated in the beginning, but it was – I wouldn't have had that conversation with him if it wasn't for the conversation you had with Matt. And and I told mm-hmm. Steve that. Like, if you wouldn't – and the conversation I had with Steve had nothing to do with the podcast with his brother. But as – I, you know, there are things I've said where I worry about financial backing of meat eater and things like that. And and I, I never lied or anything like that, but I could have handled it better. And so sure. when I heard Matt, I immediately wanted to come to his brother's defense. Then I'm like, well, hold on. Okay. Mm-hmm. How can I in the same breath come to his brother's defense right. while I'm also worried about other things? And so, and I like Steve and I, and I, you know, one of the things he's obviously hearing things third hand where I'm like, Steve, I've also said very good things about you. Right. So we and I, he and I hugged it out and, and I, I'm very respectful of Steve and I think he's a great guy and, and done a lot for the sport. So when you talk about throwing, you know, and I can guarantee this podcast is going to run over 45 minutes. So I'll try to make this quick. Um, we all have to stick together. Yeah, no, that's not true. We, you know, do you, do all the police force stick together when you got a bad apple? No. If you, you are the, the you know. Yeah, but when people say you have to stick together, it's the rifle versus bow versus trap bow versus high fence hunter. All of that. If you're hunting, you have to stick together. That's not, that is not at all what I'm talking about because I believe in the last three weeks, I've killed something with every one of those weapons. Um, so mm-hmm. of course stick together. What I'm talking about is the bad apples. I a hundred percent agree that, you know, even to a certain degree, and I'm not a big fan of crossbows, but you know, but any, anything with a rifle or a compound or a stick bow, I get it. If I shoot something with a rifle, I get crap about it. If I shoot something with a stick bow, I get crap about it. A compound. Oh, I just wasn't strong enough to kill it with the recurve, right? Okay. Shoot with a rifle, you know, all that crap you guys can imagine. We all need to stick together and row the boat in the same direction. Aaron, why but, do you get so much crap? I think people just like to fuck with me because it's funny. I mean, out of a thousand comments, I will be totally forthcoming with this. It sounds worse than it is. Out of a thousand okay. good ones, there's one bad one. And that's okay. realistic. Like, we've run the numbers because I was writing an article about this and it was it was actually – it was a good conversation, right? Um, mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. of the guys that give me crap do it as a friend or someone that they consider to be a friend, an online friend. Like, oh, that's a really fast recurve. You know, crap. Not disparaging, right? Just ribbing me. Mm-hmm. But, ribbing, joking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's, you know, rewind just a hair. A guy that has a rifle taking 800-yard shots because best of the West or whoever handed him a gum and a range finder and said, you're good out to a thousand bad. Okay. Police those guys, people that, that, that take horrible shots with a stick bow and uh, you know, or, or a compound or whatever. Um, and don't have context behind what happened to better the understanding of what happened and how to fix it and, and move on from there. Uh no context, bad, right? It's got to have context. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I believe when we're talking about we all stick together. Those are the ones that I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to. Um, and I think you guys would agree, no matter what happened, what, what weapon you have, you got an ass clown in every group or multiple clowns. And those 100%. Yeah, 100%. I like the idea of 
being self-aware and being responsive to constructive criticism, being able to sort of introspectively look inside of you. And we do that at Blood Origins all the time when we, you know, get called out or we get ribbed or whatnot. And, you know, I guess I just, Cody constantly says, why the hell are you taking this thing so personally, Robbie? And I guess there's a little bit, <laughs> and he's going to call me out here. Um, there's a little bit here where, yes, there's a little bit of introspection to say, oh, shit, did we, are we doing it for the wrong reason? Because that's the key foundational piece behind Blood Origins is that there is no ego tied to Blood Origins. It's all about conveying the truth and perceptions around hunters and hunting. And as soon as it slides into the whole ego frame of mind, then we need to check ourselves. Um, I, and then obviously I just get, you know, take things very personally all the time. <laughs> well, you're you're passionate about it. You, you should. One of the reasons, if I didn't have close friends, family, and a business, I would never lose my temper. I only lose it when something is at jeopardy or at risk or, you know, things like that. So your passion, I think that's that's awesome. I, I would probably look at you less, I guess you could say, if you weren't passionate, if you were just like, yeah, whatever, you know, like, you know, then you have no no passion. But I'll bring up something to, you know, bash myself a little bit or where I had to check myself. I don't know if you guys saw. I was in Texas where I guide for our dad and mule deer and, and javelina elk, whatever, um, you know, huge ranch way down not high fence, right? Wild, crazy mountains way down in the Davis mountains. Uh, there was a Buffalo that was wandering around down there and, uh, went down and I, I shot it and, uh, posted, I didn't post like a glory photo. I think it was one of me standing behind it or something. It was like, great, you know, crazy what happened here, you know, legal, you know, I told the story. I said, this was not a hunt was very forthcoming. Um, you know, this was pretty much like a cow walking down the road, but love the meat. Buffalo's amazing. And, Hey, I don't have to go pay for one now. Uh, wild, wild deal. Didn't make like this crazy, you know, adventurous, you know, 20 miles. Mm -hmm. up to, you know, I, I did that to, to tell a little bit of a story and say, ah, I got some Buffalo and crazy things happen when you're down here. And, and I'm glad I got it. Should I have posted that? I, I, I contemplated that for a while because it wasn't a hunt. It wasn't even remotely close to, a, I mean, we had to go find the damn thing. Right. But it was walking down a two track road when I shot it. Right. I didn't, I didn't. The, the one of the things I wanted to put in context with that was to make sure people knew it wasn't my normal 14 mile, 14 days in seven or four, 14 day, seven mile in backpack hunt or whatever. It was, wow, it's, I got lucky freak, freak thing here. Should I have mm -hmm. posted that? Yeah, arguable. I shouldn't have. I mean, I didn't do it for the glory. I didn't, I mean, if I was doing it for the glory, I would have faked everything and said that, uh, you know, I'd stalk this Buffalo, you know, Hunted it for three days, made up some other bullshit like a lot of other people do. I tried to be honest about it, which I gave me what I thought in my mind was a pass. Maybe, maybe mm -hmm. I should have posted that, you know, and I, I wouldn't, you know, debatable to this day. I didn't care that I did it. And I had a few people, dude, you're losing my, I'm losing my respect for you. That's a medium aged Buffalo or excuse me. It's a bison, not a Buffalo bison. And you shot it off a two track. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, well, uh, I like Buffalo and it was 600 pounds of meat. Who wouldn't shoot it? Right. I, I like eating Buffalo. So, you know, I do try to check myself and look at it again, positive light and understand, you know, but again, if isn't I that the honesty part of what Matt was talking about, mm -hmm. like, you know, we talked about the dishonesty. He talked about dishonesty, right. In the hunting community. Yeah, um, but you have to understand that's also why I got so pissed that I made the top 15 list. Right. Cause I am no, hundred percent. No, no hundred no, percent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's there a conundrum. Are, 
there are people that, that lie. Um, I know many very high names in the industry. And when I say lie, you're always, you know, you're not always going to tell exactly what happens. His whole tell it all or tell no, that's bullshit to me. You don't, there's things I do every day that I'm not going to talk about, right? There's things that I only talk about to my friends, right? If I'm going to fight with my wife, I'm not going to post that on social. I might talk to my buddy when I get to work. I mean, there's just certain things. There's a, there's a dumbass meter that you don't talk about and certain things you do. Right. I agree with Absolutely. Matt. I hundred percent agree with Matt. And I mean, maybe he and I would get along if we were side by side. I, I don't know. Um, but again, the blanketing of the people he did was my issue specifically me. Cause I'm trying to do the things he's mm-hmm. talking about. I'm trying mm-hmm. to be honest. I'm trying to tell, I have wounded animals. I don't post videos and run around, but shit happens. So people can learn from my mistakes. So people can, when they've had a bad day say, well, and Snyder had a bad day. He puts a lot of, a lot of effort into this. I'm, I'm not going to beat myself up. And I'm going to do what Snyder said. I'm going to assess. I'm going to try to make myself better. I want to make sure it doesn't happen again. So when he lumped me in there, along with others, it, it, it bugged me. Because I am trying to do, while I'm agreeing with him, I'm thinking, dude, I'm on your side, you fucking dick. Or edit that out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm trying to make a difference. And, and again, Rogan. Shows all everything he cooks, how he cooks it. He talks about it, you know the, you know the the field, the plate, or whatever the hell they call it. All, you know, it, he he talks about the, the the good thing, how you know how healthy it is. How can that be bad? Now, if he mm-hmm. lied about it, it'd be one thing, but you know he he doesn't. So being honest, and, and I have friends in the um, you know, in the industry, much like you guys do, that occasionally, just like they do with me, um. Hey, dumb shit. What are you doing? Ah, yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. Uh, oh, yeah, I need to change. Self-assessment, self-awareness, and, and things like that are great. I don't think we'd be talking about this if you wouldn't have had him on and, and there wouldn't be this hubbub. But if you take the list he had or that matrix, I think that matrix is stupid. If you're guided, well, how did he put it? If you're guided, you're a one. Well, you remember, Cody? Yeah, I don't remember details and couldn't agree with you more that the matrix is is index and is index is an ill-conceived thing. But how bad do you want to actually see it, Aaron? Like, I want to see it so bad, like not to give it any credibility, but man alive, would I love to just have like a copy of that thing just to look just to I think the uh, the the. I just want to see it, man. I just want to see it. I think it's complete shit. Don't get me wrong. I think it's crap. Um, Only from the parts that he told me do I think it's complete crap. You know, I think that there's a ton of people that have had just phenomenal true hunting experiences with an outfitter. You know, so I think that I've taken my camera and filmed hunts and then put parts of it on Facebook before. Um, And that's... It, by, you know, my phone is my camera. So the whole, if you film it, you're a one, I, you know, and that, that I think is, is, is his biggest problem is these blanket statements. I also think that there's a whole bunch of people, um, who break the law and do unethical things to get film so that they can be famous because of hunting. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think anybody would argue it. Well, Anybody with any common sense wouldn't be arguing. Man, I know people. And I, right? I, I, think, I agree with you. I, I, I think that 
I don't know, I'll make a prediction, but won't bet any money on it, that I think that some conversations that were, the, the conversation that was had on our podcast um, and some follow-up conversations with him afterwards, um, I, I have this hope that, I, I this, this is my assessment, he's a truly passionate guy that loves his way of life um, and did a piss poor job of assessing what was causing the change in that. Um, and then said it out loud, right? Yeah. Said it out loud, um, which caused a great conversation. Um, and I think, uh, you know, this conversation will continue to happen. There's more of it coming outside of our realm and outside of your realm that, that we know is coming. Um, and, I, I think it's good. I think I think he will make reasonable assessments on it because I've had conversations with the guy outside of this topic, um, and I like him. I, I, he's a he's a passionate, intelligent human being um, who who made a piss poor argument against a problem that exists, but he blamed everyone for it instead of what the the only way I can sum it up is is you know you're you're blaming the bullhorn and as opposed to whose mouth is behind it. Um, and the answer is not to destroy the bullhorn. Um, the answer, if you feel deeply that you need to do something about it is to find the true offenders and, and try to in some way help them correct their path. Um, and you know, he literally, he literally just looked at people who had a bunch of followers, um, and attacked them in my opinion. And that it's, you know, that part of it's pointless. And I wish that, wish that there'd been a different way around it. But I do think again, that the kind of innate, just oversight and, and, and stupidity of some of, of some of the statements, the blanket statements is, is causing this conversation to happen. Well, let's look at this matrix. So if you go on a guided hunt, as I perceived what he said, you are, you are bad, right? Bad for hunting. Okay, well, if I want to hunt mule deer in Alberta, should I poach? Because you have to have a guide. So I should poach, right. right? I should break the law. But if I want to experience Alberta for the beautiful place that it is, I got to poach it because you can't hunt it without a guide. All right, next one. I am a businessman with five kids crunched for time. I can't scout. I can't do this. I can't do that. I've got some extra money. Uh, you know, my career path, my choice, whatever. So I'm going to go on a guided hunt. I'm going to pay for private land. Okay, he's a one. He's bad for hunting. Well, that's one way to look at it. But let's say that guy, which I know many guys like this, also donate hundreds of thousands of dollars to conservation, to different, you know, to the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, to SCI, to whoever else that defends our rights. So that guy actually is bad now because he can only afford, when I say afford to go to be sick, you know, he wants to be successful. So he pays for private land or ranches or guides. But by default, by what he says, that guy is bad. But that guy also has put far more money than the YouTube chuckleheads, as well as my dumbass, can ever afford to even put into conservation because of the career path he chose and how busy he is. But now we're going to step him down to a level one because he can only afford, you know, he only has time to go on those and take away all the good that they have done because they have all that money because of the career path they've chose because of how busy they are. He's a one that's fucking bullshit. Right. right. 
And how yeah, many I couldn't I agree a lot of people like that because I guide them. And, 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 and again, I don't guide all over the world or even, you know what I mean? I've guided them or hunted with them or whatever. So you take a Rogan. Yeah. Let's just take your life, my life, you know, uh, you know, Robbie, Cody, me, and about 17 other people and combine that into one. He's doing stand up comedy, right? He's doing podcasts. He's announcing for the UFC. He answers. He answered questions for me when he didn't know me from Adam about tendon issues I was having. Okay, so he chooses in the small amount of time to go hunt. But we should take him out of the hunting community because he's bad, because he goes on private land hunts, even though he has touched millions of people with how good hunting can be. That is where it fell on deaf ears with me. Those are the kind of things where I'm like, dude, yeah, you've got some valid points, but you fucking shit the bed on the execution. Like, this is horrible. Mm -hmm. And again, we don't mm -hmm. need to beat a dead horse to death, but just some rebuttals or things to think about of, okay, well, if I put $200,000 or let's say I can afford the Montana governor's tag back in its heyday, $425,000 for that tag uh, once when I was at the Wild Sheep Show. That guy's got the money and he bought that tag, but he's bad. Well, you're also taking $425,000 away from conservation or, or you know habitat, whatever you want to look at. It's going to, you know, an animal that has is struggling to live right now in the outdoors at times, you know, lungworm, you know, blue tongue, all the other shit they have to deal with. And that guy had the money to pay for a $425,000 tag. Robbie, Cody, me, can we combine some money and get that tag? Hell no. Okay. I would say that guy's doing good. And according to Matt, he's mm -hmm. bad. Mm -hmm. I could put a couple hundred bucks in. Yeah. Yeah, I can sell come up shit. with the rest. Right. I just bought a really big truck that makes me have a small penis, so I'm out, right? I, I got no cash left. My wife will kill me. <laughs> but you, you guys get my point. While it did generate amazing conversation, and I do agree with things that, that Matt has said and things we've talked about, lumping everybody in and all the things we've said, those those are the bad side. So let's let's shift subjects. I mean, I'm a podcast host and I'm taking control of conversation. I'm sorry. How do we fix it? No, that's all good. What what do we no, do? No, I think the I think what we're doing right now, from my perspective, I don't want to speak for Cody, but one of the things that we pride ourselves in in Blood Origins is this idea that people get to think. I think that I've said it in the past and I'll keep saying it. Thinking will save hunting. Thinking will save hunting. People just putting a little bit more thought behind what they do, how they do it, how they say things, and how they interact and engage with people is going to save hunting. And this whole conversation we've had today and the conversation that has started through the podcast we had with Matt and all of the spider webs that have come from it is purely people starting to think more. And to me, that is the end game. Yeah, one, one, I, I mean, you know, I, I can't put it near as sophisticatedly as Dr. Kroger can, but I think that it's a, I think it's continuing to talk and using the platforms. Um, one of the big ones that I love about Blood Origins is how we spend, we, we focus so much on highlighting the positive in hunters. Um, there's a ton of it. There's a shit ton of it. There's way, hunters in general, I think, are better people in a, on a percentage per capita basis than, than most other subset groups of people. Um, and highlighting that is, is a big one. You know, um, but it, I, I don't, I to answer your question, Aaron, I don't think there's a fix. I think it's a, you know, 
I think it's a never ending struggle of everyone has a voice now. So we're going to have good voices and bad voices and, and voices that are ignorant to the actual facts. And, and uh, you just have to kind of, kind of fight the fight or, you know, do what I did and move way up on a mountain and stay away from it until I decide to log in for a podcast. Um, and what do uh, you say? Yeah. Um, well, what's the fix in your mind? Um, I mean, other than what, by the way, I was listening to you guys and I, I need to help you with your downloads because you guys have an amazing podcast that obviously we need to get out there more. Um, so let, we'll work on that at a different time because you guys do a appreciate very good that job of this. Um, again, policing our own, getting the right, you know, all the shit we're talking about. I think the other thing that, um, is taking ego out of the equation when we look at this. So what is perceived as bad? Okay, so there's some hate pages and things like that. I'm a friend of I'm friends with Copper Plated Sixes, and I think he does a good job of, you know, calling people out that that probably should be called out, maybe differently than he's doing. But I think that um, trying to get the point across um, to people in a in a good light that they're doing something wrong is a good step. Meaning, should you putting ducks in your mouth and posing naked beside animals? Eh, we need to police those people find a better way to do it. Um, but taking ego out of the equation, meaning if, uh, if Cam shoots a giant bull on, uh, I don't know, wherever the hell he hunts, why would we police that? Why would we make fun of that? He, it's his money. He, or he came up from the bottom public land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't spend your effort on that. Spend your effort on the guys shooting holes in the bottom of the boat and conversations like we're having of who are those people shooting holes in the bottom of the boat and then not targeting them on a hate page or not targeting them of blasting them, but saying, hey, man, hey, let's 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 talk about this. Dude. Like, you know, friends, close friends, like try to alter what they're doing to put hunting in more positive light compared to what they're doing. And uh, is there a is there a magic bullet? No. But I think what we're doing, I, I hope what we're doing on my podcast and, and what you're doing on yours and others uh is stepping in the right direction and, and having conversations like this. So people listen and think, Oh, probably shouldn't have had the tongue hanging out with beer cans in the back of the truck. When I took a photo of that deer, probably wasn't the smartest thing in the world. Shit like that. Right. G giving people mm -hmm. food for thought. hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, Aaron, we're, we're excited to have you on this and uh, we appreciate you. Well, number one, we appreciate you picking up uh, mats and having that roundtable conversation that you had and, Obviously, that has spiderwebbed into Cam talking about it and, and posting about Rogan and whatnot. And we're just grateful, man. You know, we're a very small nonprofit that is has big dreams and uh, a big vision. And uh, we just appreciate you and the kind words that you've had uh, for us. Well, I mean, at, at the end of the day, not to, to be a motivational speaker, when shit goes south, all we will have is each other. And we need to stick together as, as best as we possibly can. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. If we're all sticking together and there's some people rowing the boat in the wrong direction, yeah, I'm throwing you the fuck out, right? But you guys are definitely rowing in the right direction. I appreciate everything you guys do. And and we I'm going to do a lot better job of promoting you guys because you guys are looking at from a very broad spectrum, allowing people to speak good, bad, or indifferent and then assessing, dissecting later on, which is the way it should be done. I mean, that's the way I would hope the world will head eventually, even though it's not right now. Um, so I, I love Perfect. what you guys are doing. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah, you, Aaron. Thank you guys.
Yep. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Aaron. Well, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.